0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Right, Barry Soper, political editor, is with us now. Hey, Barry.
0: Good afternoon, Heather. I'll bet you're in the office sweep, are you?
1: No, I missed out on the first take because um, I don't I just didn't, and then I I thought oh I should probably get involved, and then I missed out on the second because it turns out I work with a bunch of problem gamblers.
0: Yeah, well I've I've uh, drawn a bit of a dog, young Werther. I assume it was called after What's his it? dad. Tried coming for you, Heather. Oh, lord after the young guy that got the Werther's original.
1: Oh no, that's really lame. Hey, um, what's a paying? What's a paying, Barry? Are you going to be rich if it wins? Thirty-one dollars, I think. Brilliant, <laughs> good for you. Yeah, okay, exactly. hey, um, what do you make of the prime minister going hard on disinformation?
0: Um, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? This was um, a hui in Auckland today. It was a a security hui, basically. It sprang out of the mosque attacks and the royal commission into that. And really, I think what it told us is that um, New Zealand is a global village. And she did, um, I I can't quite understand the quote that was attributed to her. She said, communities need to be um, resilient to mis- and disinformation. Now, does that spring from the pulpit of truth uh, during the uh, COVID outbreaks or what? I'm not quite sure. But anyway, what she uh, did promise the country is that Uh, The government's committed to be more open about the the national security of the place. And, of course, New Zealand is vulnerable like every other country around the world. Uh, The uh, brief that they were given today, uh, there was a survey of New Zealanders, 1,000 people, to test the mood of the nation uh, concerning the perceived risk of various threats to national security. Uh, The biggest one, uh, 87%, which is pretty extraordinary, uh, looked at natural disasters. Uh, they believe, 87%, that is, that uh, one will occur within the next 12 months. 91% uh, believe it'll happen in the next 10 years. And that that compares with other countries at around 69%. So uh, we're, we're pretty high on that score. But, um, you know, when you look at um, the cyber attacks that have been occurring in New Zealand, uh, the Stock Exchange, the Reserve Bank, uh, that dreadful one at the Waikato uh, District Health Board. Um, it's you know we are we are very vulnerable, like every other country, and uh, I think some transparency would be a good thing, which would be a significant change uh, from what we've seen in past years. So you know, let's hope something good comes out of this uh, this uh, meeting at uh, Auckland today.
1: Now that we've had about twenty four hours to have a little think about the the Three Waters thing and for the government to have a look at it, do you think
0: this is going to go anywhere? No, I personally don't uh, because Jacinda didn't seem fairly really, uh, intransigent yesterday on a couple of uh, major points. Um one was um the assets. Um, she indicated quite strongly that they wouldn't remain in council hands. Well, uh, tell Wayne Brown that. Um, she, they didn't address that today and he put out a statement today welcoming the Prime Minister, saying that, um, look, uh, they look willing to talk and maybe uh, look at changes. They didn't mention the involvement of mana whenua either. But, uh, look, I think uh, what they're doing, what the Mayor's doing, uh, they've painted the government into somewhat of a corner and they're trying to, I guess, uh, keep them right in that corner and make it very difficult for them uh, to exit it because um, uh, they uh, Mayor Brown quoted back to Jacinda Ardern that uh, that she said that look um, they'll keep working together because um, she believes the mayors have a focus on making sure their ratepayers don't experience a spike in the cost of living uh, and uh, they also uh, welcomed the comments of Nana Mahuta uh, who made similar sorts of noises yesterday but look I honestly can't see. The government um, bending over backwards, particularly when it comes to co governance uh, and to the assets. Uh, well, they can't. I mean,
1: and that's the thing if 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 Nanaya's real objective here is to insert the co governance, then you can hardly abandon the co governance, can you?
0: No. And so Fair. I think, you know, Len Brown might be, oh, Len Brown, goodness Wayne. gracious. <laughs> Wayne Brown uh, may be, you know, uh, playing a game and he's doing it pretty successfully at the moment. And, uh, you know, he's got more than 30 councils behind him. But the government has shown, uh, even introducing this legislation, that uh, that amount of opposition is not going to sway them.
1: Hey, I haven't got a long time, but just explain this to me. What does it cost you to to go to dinner with Chris Luxon? Is it fifteen hundred (laughs) Fifteen
0: Fifteen bucks a head. Uh, He's uh, having a dinner at the Hilton Hotel in Auckland. Um, And it's not unusual, you know, for people to sign up, uh, raise money, uh, for the National Party. Labour recently held a business conference attended by Jacinda Ardern, and that cost uh, 1795 bucks a head. And you remember John Key's uh, Cabinet Club. He held yeah. plenty of them, and money was shelled out for that. They're raising money for next year's campaign. And I've got to say, if you look at the figures, National's doing much better, not surprisingly, I guess, than what Labour is at the moment.
1: Barry, thanks very much. Barry Soap, political editor.